There are several definitions of a den. A wild animal's hidden home, a lair, a room or hideout where a person can go to relax or be private, a place where people meet in secret, typically to engage in an illicit activity. Now there's a new definition, a place where DIB members, entrepreneurs and decision makers unite during the coronavirus challenge. To help our business community through this challenge, DIB is creating the Downtown Den, where our business heroes, those who run and influence our cities and some of our fantastic members will be visiting to share their thoughts and opinions with us through webinars, podcasts and blogs. Visit the Downtown Den, join us through our website, all the W's, downtownandbusiness.com. Stay in, stay safe, visit the Downtown Den. Welcome to the latest Downtown Den, and I'm delighted to be joined in the den today by Alan Robson, who's the Managing Director of Project 4, and Tom Higgins, a Director at Lango Rourke. Good afternoon, gents. Afternoon. afternoon. Great to see you. And um, Tom, I'm going to uh, come to you first. I know we're talking about very uh, challenging times at the moment, but I think we're all of the mindset that we will come through this, hopefully sooner rather than later. And when we do, there's an awful lot of things to look forward to. And Tom, I know Lango Rourke are at the forefront of many of them. So just talk us through what some of those exciting projects are looking like. Absolutely. As you quite rightly say, Frank, we're in challenging times. But we need to look at the bigger picture here moving forward. And that is within a relatively short time frame, uh, God willing, we'll be, we'll be out of all this and moving forward. And looking at the Liverpool landscape, there's some really fantastic things happening out there and some really exciting times to look forward to in Liverpool. From the Langerall perspective, we are dealing with uh, delivering three of the most iconic schemes that Liverpool's seen. So the Clatterbridge Hospital, Cancer Hospital, that will be finished within a relatively short uh, time frame, a couple of months' time. And that's going to deliver state-of-the-art, world-class facilities to people in Liverpool and beyond. And that's a fantastic achievement for everybody involved in that scheme. Not just Langerall, but I'm talking about the, the consultants, I'm talking about the Clatterbridge Trust, every involved in that scheme, that's a fantastic asset for Liverpool. And it's right beside the Knowledge Quarter. You know, it ties back into Knowledge Quarter, and Knowledge Quarter is a fantastic asset for Liverpool as well. We can't lose sight of that. Allied to that is the Royal Liverpool, where we have stepped in to uh, deliver the Royal Liverpool on the back of the unfortunate demise of Carillion, which everyone's well aware of. And Royal Liverpool has got its challenges, but we're working through those, and will deliver the hospital, and that again will be a world-class facility for Liverpool. And it's physically linked to Clatterbridge, which means it's physically linked to Knowledge Quarter. Mm. So what it tells you is the Knowledge Quarter in Liverpool is going to be such a brilliant, brilliant uh, uh, facility for, for Liverpool. And we need to make sure that Liverpool maximises that opportunity. You know, not only Northwest, but, but way beyond that, because it's a bigger opportunity than just Northwest. And then moving forward, uh, Frank, close to your heart, I think, is the mm-hmm. Everton uh, scheme. We, uh, we've been appointed as the construction uh, partner for Everton, which is, we're really pleased about, it's fantastic. Uh, and it's the, uh, for, for a United fan, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good colour to do with, rather than the Liverpool uh, red side. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, it's a, look, Everton is a fantastic scheme, not just because it's an iconic uh, sports stadium, and I love working on sports stadia. It's, it's my favourite sector to work on. 
not only that, but it's what it brings with it and what Stadia bring with it. They're huge, huge schemes, iconic schemes, right in the public eye. The press love them. The worldwide press love them, not just not their national press. Everyone's looking to see what's happening. And what it gives you is a fantastic opportunity to regenerate on the back of that. I mean, looking at the location of the Everton Stadium, the regeneration uh, that involved that stadium is just unsurpassed. Mm. Look at what we can bring to the, the, the north side of Liverpool there. You're looking at the, the jobs, the training, the, the uh, other businesses that will, that will come up around the, uh, the stadium. You know, it's just, if you look back five years ago, that, that's unforeseen. So what Liverpool needs to do now is to get right behind the, the Everton scheme and drive that forward and maximise the opportunities that brings to Liverpool. Forget whether you're, you're uh, Tramier Rovers, Liverpool, Everton. It's much bigger than all that. This is about mm. Liverpool, the city. This is about the regeneration of Liverpool. And I, I can guarantee you, and I'll tell you now, that Langer will do all we can to make sure that we deliver more than just a world-class uh, stadium. That, that's great to hear and a really positive message there, Tom. And music to your ears, Alan, I know, and um, putting the football colours aside equally, I know that, that you've been very supportive of the Everton Stadium development because, as Tom says, it's a catalyst for so much more regeneration in that part of Liverpool, which, let's face it, is has been left derelict for far too long now. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're already starting to see the, 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 the benefits and the... the um, the opportunity for, for not just businesses like ourselves, but also, you know, every sector and every industry, you know, it's, and it's certainly going to act for a, as a catalyst for, for Liverpool waters and Willow waters. And um, I think we're already seeing a, a, an uplift on, on the opportunities that are happening there. And I think it's certainly going to play a key part in, in, in getting Liverpool waters properly off the ground. And in terms of, the schemes, the other schemes that Tom touched upon, but that knowledge quarter development that's taking place. Again, I always think, as Tom says, there's almost an international focus when new football stadiums are being built because the game is such a, a massive product, and particularly, you know, the UK or the English Premier League, I should say. Um, but that knowledge quarter development, that absolutely smashes anything else that's going on. From what I can see, in any region at this moment in time. So again, if you look at what's happening at the North Dock, what's happening at Knowledge Quarter, and then obviously the other developments that are taking place in a more piecemeal way, I suppose it'd be fair to say, mm. in the rest of the city. Liverpool's in a really buoyant place at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think what's important as well is, is the quality of, of, of the construction work and the design that's coming out of the Knowledge Quarter. You know, too often have we seen, you know, not so uh, desirable developers being endorsed by the city, if I'm allowed to say that on here. Um, and we're seeing really quality construction work being done up at the Knowledge Quarter. And, and no doubt it'll be the same down at Everton with, with Lango Rock. So it's really good to see that calibre, tier ones, um, you know, really high-end um, end users coming into the city and, and, and moving away from these shoddy developers that we could probably sit here and talk about all afternoon. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a massive positive with, with Everton, the Knowledge Quarter, even the cruise terminal, dare I say it, once that gets moving. Um, so there's some really, really big um, catalyst projects that are about to happen, and, and they will happen 
Um, so yeah, no, it's 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 really positive. Alan, as as you say, that uh, the quality of developments is absolutely fundamental to the success of the city. For too long, that the quality has been lacking. If I, if I can say that. And what people need to understand is when you do these major uh, developments, major construction projects, not just for 10 or 15 years, these are for 50, 60 years. Mm. And you need to make the right decision on your quality from day one, otherwise you literally regret it. The other thing to say, just picking up on that point, is that, uh, and again, you know, this is heresy to say in some respects but it's true i think in liverpool we do suffer from a reputation of not necessarily always picking the right developer for these major schemes and therefore you know it's great for me to see bruntwood for example getting involved in the knowledge quarter developments morgan sindel kia are involved now in the liverpool city region you guys are involved you know these are basically companies with a track record of delivery and for me, Tom, at this moment in time, that is vitally important. We know that these schemes are going to get delivered. I think, Frank, you've got to give uh, Liverpool some credit, and Liverpool must credit itself here, because for too long, uh, I think Liverpool hasn't uh, delivered what it can deliver. And you're obviously getting something right, or Liverpool's getting something right, because you're actually attracting companies the calibre of Brumwood, of Morgan Sindel, of Keir, of Langerock, who want to come into Liverpool for the right reasons and make a difference. And there's obviously something that's changed in the economic environment for people to be attracted to come to Liverpool and deliver these major schemes. And that, again, will be music to your ears, Alan, because it's something you've been calling for ever since you started working with Downtown, which is about 15, 16 years ago now. He doesn't look old enough. He, he was only seven when he came. I'll take that. <laughs> Filter on my Zoom. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I think that's where we, we, we need to focus on the positives. And I know we've said this is all about being positive. And, and I don't doubt that there's, there's, there's some dark days ahead and we're all going to have to adapt very quickly as we are. Um, you know, because we agree a plan one day and it, it changes the next at the minute. So... Um, we're adapting, but we're also, you know, focused on what, you know, if we can get through the next few weeks and months, um, I think Liverpool's in a, in, in a, in a great position. It's, it's had its issues with the, with, the, with the developers I've already mentioned, but I think if you piece together all these sorts of high-level projects, not necessarily high-value, but really instrumental projects that will, will, will just add greater value to the city and the offering, um, yeah, it's um, it, and the view is to, to focus on that. On that, and yeah, I think you're right, Alan. It's not necessarily the value of the scheme; it's the, the strategic importance of the scheme. Absolutely. And what I see is that look across the city, that strategically, these schemes have been uh, developed in areas of the city where it makes a difference. So again, back to knowledge quarter. I keep talking about knowledge quarter. It, it's massively important. So the knowledge quarter, if it's uh, it's acreage, it's, it's huge. Yeah. So it covers a, a huge acreage of the city. And so in quality developments, all working together, it's going to make a huge fundamental difference to the, the health, economic health of the city for years to come. Yeah. Go to Everton, and you know, we had uh, Liverpool One, which I was involved with a number of years ago. Liverpool One transformed the city. It opened up the, uh, the pathway from uh, Lime Street through to the waterfront. And that's made a huge difference. Now we're, doing, we're going north to Everton Stadium. 
and that will open up another pathway which makes a huge difference and you won't see a difference in the first three or four years you see a difference over 10 years yeah people are prepared to invest in that it's, it's, yeah, and it's the spin-offs from there as well. You know, you look at what you know, Everton Stadium in itself, fantastic. It'd be great to be a part of it. But it's the hotels, the residential, yeah. the infrastructure projects. It's, it's, it's endless. Yeah. yeah. I, I just wanted to ask you, chaps, because obviously, you know, we talk about the immediate issues that the industry faces, and rightly so, and we're hoping and expecting that our regional and national politicians will... Uh, continue to react to the issues that are being generated almost on a daily basis. But if we take the points that both you guys are making is, you know, let's look beyond where we are now. Let's make sure that we hit the ground running when we come through this crisis. Are there things that strategically we need to be talking to our decision makers about right now? Are there ways in which we can start to do some of that longer term planning, do you think, Tom? Well, if you're looking for a positive out of the current situation that we're in, that's exactly one of them, Frank, because people now have got time to look strategically at where we're going and to make you know, strategic decisions based upon the best information available rather than being uh, forced down the road to making quick, knee-jerk uh, responses. And if we sit back and say, right, okay, where are we going to be in six months' time? Where are we going to be in 12 months' time? What does that mean in three or four years' time? They're the sort of discussion should be having now. So, you know, we're looking at uh, uh, Clatterbridge and Liverpool, and those uh, projects are all resourced up, and that's fine. You know exactly what we're doing there. But when those jobs come live and they go across to the trust, the trust know what they're doing. Have the city council got involved with the trusts? Do, do they know what it means to city council? Do they know how that they can actually benefit the knowledge quarter? Have those teacher discussions taken place? I don't know, and you know, maybe they have. When you look at Everton, obviously it's in for planning now, and uh, we can't influence the planners, which I'd like to. But you know, you look at the uh, so listen to me, planners. It's, it's, it's a great opportunity for Liverpool. They should really you know, sign it off and make it come through as quickly as possible. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, in reality, that's what should be happening mm. because this is bigger than a football stadium. Mm. So what people should be doing now is looking at what is the benefit of Everton Stadium? Where are the hotels? Where are the residential? How is it impacting what appeal trying to do the waterfront? And have those joint discussions now rather than waiting for the stage to finish in three or four years time and then having discussions. Why don't you have discussions now and get things moving in parallel, get things, you know, get things moving and make the best use of the resources that, that are there. Yeah, great point. Alan? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said before, I think that you know there's going to be some short-term pain. Um, I think you know there's there's been some knee-jerk reactions. We, we we've seen uh, some clients who've suspended retainers, but the majority of our clients have all said, "Crack on, do what you can, keep these jobs going." We've even got one particular client, quite a big client in Liverpool, who said, "Actually, you should be able to get stage two design done a lot quicker now because there's nothing else going on." So. Um, I took a lot of confidence and, a, and quite a bit of comfort last week and this week from clients who are saying, it, you know, it's business as usual as best it can be. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're as busy as we have been. So that, I do think that'll tail off. Um, you know, our, our ultimate aim is to retain the team we've got. Um, you know, 
three weeks ago, I had, um, I, had, I did three interviews and we were going to send two offers out. So that's, yeah. that's going to happen, yeah. um, both on hold for now, but that will happen um, because we're just at a stage where we've attracted the talent, we're getting the talent in. Um, you know, our view is, is to hold tight, sit tight, keep doing what we've always done in a different format, I suppose, um, and get used to these Zoom calls and team calls and, and, and being on the phone more than I've ever been, if that was ever possible. <laughs> um, but um, it's getting through these and, and adapting. Um, it will take time. Um, but I think, you know, one thing's for sure is we're all in the same boat. We've all yeah. got businesses to look after. We've all got mouths to feed. So, um, you know, whilst following the, the government guidelines, we, you know, for us, it's, it's crack on and, and business as best yeah. it can be. And I think the other thing, Tom, in terms of that longer-term planning, Tom, and you talk yeah. particularly about the Everton Stadium issue, um, I mean, it is in for planning, you're right. Um, my instinct tells me that the City Council are uh, going to pass that application because it makes economic sense. It's a very viable scheme. It takes into uh, account the dereliction, as I say, that North Liverpool has suffered for many years now. But, you know, Everton and Everton and the community have obviously been great in the past at uh, engaging with the community. I guess we've bought ourselves some time now where perhaps we should be looking at plans where that consultation and that engagement can get even better. And I know Lango Raw are very keen on community involvement and ensuring that, you know, Liverpool people get involved in taking advantage of the job opportunities that will exist on that site. Yeah, I mean... One of the things that, that uh, we look at as, as a business is, uh, if you're not careful, as a, as a major constructor, you come into uh, a city, you drop all your plant equipment in the city, you make all the noise, create all the dust, all the dirt, and people can't wait to get rid of you. What, what we're doing is, and I've had it for probably a number of years now, is we realise that we need to be much bigger than that. Yes, we deliver uh, major construction projects. Yes, we deliver major... Uh, legacy projects with regard to the, the, the building we're behind. But what we want to leave is a lasting footprint, such that when we leave, the aspiration is when we leave, the community say, God, I'm sorry to see those guys go. They were really good. Look at everything they did for us. I'm not just talking about the building, talk talking about everything else. Now we leave behind, you know, people who've got careers, people who've now got a direction in life, people who've now got a meaning in life, people who've got a purpose. You know, we've done much more than just deliver a stadium or a office development or you know a Liverpool one or whatever retail scheme and I want I would like to think that people say Langhawk yeah they're a good outfit yeah we want to get involved with them because they do much more than just deliver a construction project yeah and that's hugely important to us and Everton the community do a fantastic job fantastic job and we are very keen to work with them and we have been working with them for quite a while actually because they've done some work on Clatterbridge as well Yes, we have been working for them, uh, working with them probably for a couple of years now, if, if not longer, and we're very keen to uh, develop that and, and to carry that on because you know I can't underestimate or underemphasise what a fantastic job they do and what a difference they make, and mm. we're keen to be part of that and keen to remember to be yeah, part of that. Absolutely. And I, and I know Tom that that one of the reasons that Mango Roll have been chosen as the preferred developer is the very reasons that you've just given there. You know, you've got that reputation for engaging with the community and leaving that legacy, and that was uh, part and parcel of Everton's thinking when they've appointed you guys to that project. 
Yeah, it's very important to us, Frank. We always talk about it. You know, it's, it's real for us. Yeah. You know, it is very real for us. Yeah. Uh, and Alan, just um, switching the talk slightly from, uh, we'll stick with the football, but on a slightly different note, and the suspension of the Premier League. I mean, I think Tom and I are in agreement here. I think we should just write this season off, mate. Am I allowed to swear on this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to look at the bigger picture, Alan. Stop being so parochial. You know, this is much more than football. <laughs> what do you think? Well, Joking well, aside, that was important two weeks ago. It just seemed really irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible um, that nobody's talking about it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, um, we've got to finish this season. That's my. Uh, <laughs> I would be bitter like you lot for the rest of my life. If we did. <laughs> Season's finished. It's done. I think the. Um, I, I I was sort of having this conversation yesterday with Alison McGovern, who. Uh, Represents the Wirral. She's a big Liverpool supporter, um, and but she's a she's actually you know very very interested in the game and it's the economy of the game, and she was saying that um, you know the impact that not finishing the season might have further down the leagues is more of a concern to her, even though she's a Liverpool supporter, than the Premier League decision, which is a relatively simple one actually. I have to say that even as a blue. Um, but, you know, if I go to Leeds, for example, where we operate, and I know you guys do some work in that city as well, Premier League football for that city would be absolutely huge in terms of just another catalyst for growth for them. When I go to Birmingham, you know, they've got West Brom on the cusp of promotion. They're hoping the filler managed to stay up. And, you know, it's those questions, actually, that need to be resolved. And, like you, Al, I can't see any way in which that can happen without actually finishing the season at some stage. Yeah. And God knows how they're going to do it, but I think they need to find a way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, personally, I think we should have the uh, the top four stays they are, but no, but no, no, uh, no uh, Premiership winner because that wouldn't be fair. I think Liverpool, uh, I think City are out of the Champions League anyway, so United yeah. come up from fifth to, to, to get the Champions League. <laughs> And it's been no, no relegation, no promotion. I think that's fair. I think that I think that's a very Manchester United way of looking at things, Tom. <laughs> and, and I admire your cheek. Uh, he's a, as an Evertonian, you know, we're sort of mid-table, haven't got a dog in the fight other than stopping Liverpool from getting a prize that clearly they were going to win. But as I say, I think on the the wider front, I I, I do look further down the leagues, and I think uh, we need to we need to do something about that. Today, the Olympics have been cancelled. No surprise there. The Euros are off as well. Um, Alan, you rightly say that you know football at this moment in time seems to be a bit of a side issue. Nonetheless, I think going back uh, to normality, which we will hopefully sooner rather than later, sport plays such a huge part in all our lives. And uh, Tom, no more so than you in delivering that uh, iconic stadium that you're going to deliver, mate. We will, we will deliver it with deliver it in style as well. You'll be very proud of it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Alan, um, final word to you. Project 4, you've uh, given us a sort of flavour of how you're handling the challenge at the moment. And great to hear that those growth plans that you've got in place are going to continue. Yeah, well done. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we're, we're, we're carrying on. Um, I think to, you know, for us, you know, well, for me personally, but my old business is, you know, one of the game changers of that business was was Old Hay, which which coincidentally was also delivered with Lango Rock, and that 
changed and moved our business into another level. So just the projects we've talked about here and, and you know, we're involved in some of them in the city, we're involved in some big jobs in Manchester and London as well. So I think we, you know, we need to take the positives, we need to focus on them um, and just, you know, together get through the next uh, couple of weeks and months. Lovely. Chaps, it's been great speaking to you. Nice to hear so much positivity. I'm going to put Tom's proposal for the uh, Premier League to uh, the chief executive when I speak to him next, because that's, that's a plan worth considering. And uh, listen, guys, stay safe, and I'll speak to you again very soon. Yeah, take care, Frank. Take care, Alan. Cheers, guys. Cheers, thanks. Cheers.